Oh yeah, hey, ready? Okay, guys, David. we're gonna we're gonna begin the show in three, a two, a one. Podcast. Podcast. That I got. That's about all I got. It's late. That was good. That was really nice. Hey everybody. So we're recording really late at night, and so if shut up, cat. No, it's oh, the dog. That's cool. Oh, got it. We're that, recording. Was, that was not a dog. No, the dog cat. is that running up to the cat, cat while he's trying to take a poop. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me upset, Excellent too. Anyway. So, guys, uh, it's late at night, and here we've got a cat trying to sh while a dog pokes it with his nose. Uh, and this and we're is, gonna, this is yeah. the Nerd Roundtable with the Percival Brothers, Matthew. And Kevin. And then here, as our guests on this episode, we have Jake Martin. Howdy. We have Kendall Martin. Hi there. And we have Laurel Percival. Hiya. And we're going to continue, villain? and we're going to continue our uh, conversation from last time about Batman vs Superman. We walked through the entire plot. Spoilers. And guys, I can't, I can't recommend it heavily it. enough. Like, I think I had the the absolute best viewing experience you could possibly have out of <laughs> Batman v Superman by not it's watching true. it and just listening to you guys explain it to me. Exactly. So yeah, um, today, no. today, you know, now that we've you know fully encompassed the movie itself, what happens in it, and um, to a degree, its quality. Let's talk about you know the movie. its quality. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about its quality briefly. Um, it was horrible. <laughs> it sounds like garbage. It was, it guys. was garbage. Um, Absolute garbage. So as Absoluted garbage as the newbie, when you guys walked out of the theater, what was everybody's like first thought? Wait, wait, God, I want Kendall okay. to go first. I want Kendall to go first. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, but before before she talks, yeah, Kendall Martin is our um she's our resident uh Superman expert as one of the only people who's actually read the comic books about Superman. No, I've never read any. Oh, Superman you haven't. Comics. Oh, you just you we are obviously. Hey guys, we're obviously not an expert in our comic book expert. Yeah. That's absolutely um, true. Well, she knows more about the comic book lore than the rest of us, though. Yeah, For example, sure. she she and Jake knew who Mercy was, and I did not know who that was. Who is Mercy? Mercy was uh, Lex Luthor's assistant. That in the movie gets blown up inexplicably. Which is awful, and I hated that so much. Kendall? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, he's a little abusive to her, but not like blow her up abusive. That's Lex Luthor abusive. always has an obnoxious, kind of wacky sidekick person, doesn't he? Is that always Mercy? Not if really. I wouldn't say wacky. Yeah, I don't think she's typically wacky, but if it's a woman and following him around, yeah. Who was it in the last Superman movie? Superman Returns. It was. Uh, I have no idea. I don't watch it. Oh, uh, Superman the Returns. Hunger Games. I remember when that movie came out, and people were pretty disappointed in it. I didn't think it was all that bad. It wasn't like super memorable, but it was fun. And people were like, "Oh, that movie was bad. We need to reboot this." So Matthew is. Is your everyone regretting of... that now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> is that no. the second one or the first super the, with the new guy? Um, Christopher Reeve was not Superman. Because well, there, there were well, good Superman ended. Because there were things about the Superman Returns that they kept loyal. Like Superman was still mopily in love with Lois Lane and followed her around and spied on her and stuff. But at least she didn't monologue in the sky. Way up high. 
<laughs> yeah, Lois wow. Lane was completely disappointing in this movie. Lois yeah. Lane might as well not have been there. And that was the thing with the movie as a whole was I turned Here's to... He's a useless a, character. No, I, well, everyone was. I turned yeah. to Jake and Kendall after it was over and I was like, you could pull every character in this movie except for Batman out of the movie, including Superman, and nothing would change. Oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. would happen. Well, that was what Superman was doing is he's keeping true to his new super self, which is just super moping around. And getting really upset and, and this little, little, little Boy Scout haircut and being sad. Girl, you shot stuff me and it didn't do anything to me, but I'm gonna fight you now. Uh, Superman sad, feelings hurt, loves Lois. Ah, Lois throws stuff in water when she shouldn't. Are we gonna point out the fact that. <laughs> are we gonna point out the only way he knows about this movie? is by us telling about it. Yes. Yeah, guys, and I'm picturing every bit of it and it's just as absurd as you are thinking. It's you yeah. wouldn't be th- you wouldn't be that far off. You're probably yeah, you're really... even imagining it better than it was. I sure <laughs> hope so. True. My version is awesome. I mean, the I movie kinda regret re- watching it and not just having you guys describe it to me now. Huh. I know. Yeah, the movie reminded me in a lot of ways. I kind of got a similar feeling from it that I did when I was watching um, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. In that Am- Amazing Spider-Man 2. Rage? Well, the thing was, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was, it was competently made, but it was so obviously made for the explicit purpose of just holding on to the Spider-Man, like, license on Sony's part, and just, it was just a really shameless, you know, way of setting up this extended Spider-Man, like, movie series that they were planning to do at the time. You mean, like, all movies are now built to do? They're just made to sell other movies? Oh, yeah, and this, you know, Marvel, you know, has done an admirable job of kind of doing it organically and within, you know, narrative. Right, the only one that I ever found that kind of was garbage at it was Iron Man 2. I think yeah, it's exactly. just because they couldn't think of anything to do. No. Yeah, yeah. and so, well, you know, also with... the first one was so good, it's yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, so for the most part, Marvel has, you know, so Marvel has done this pretty admirably, and, you know, all these other studios look at it, and they're, well, not all the studios, well, all these other, do this too. all these other companies look at it and go, well, we have to do that too, because that's where the money is, and they're right, but they're not they're not approaching it from a storytelling standpoint. They're approaching it from a, okay, we need this in here to promote this. We need this in here to promote this movie, and on and on. Does it make sense from a story standpoint? No, yeah. but who cares? We need to promote our movies. So the movies just come off as giant extended <clears throat> trailers for other movies. Guys, I got a great idea. Who's hip with the kids these days? Zack Snyder. Let's have him <laughs> do our movie. Slow motion. Kids love things that are slow and in motion. Man, Zack Snyder. Like, Lots of views. <laughs> I don't, why? I don't, I don't like bad-mouthing like, individual people. No, let's but, do it. But, okay. but, you know, big butt. <laughs> he's not... I'm 100% he's, with Jake at this point. Hit it. He's, God, he's just not a good storyteller. He's just not a good no, director. He's not good. He's good he's for good. action and stuff that you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's I cool. I would watch this. Zack yeah. Snyder music but videos all goddamn exactly. day. He's oh, like, okay. He's yeah, like a good. slightly classier Michael Bay. But unlike, yes. but okay, you know, no, where, no, whereas no. Michael, Michael Bay, Bay makes good movies. Exactly. Michael whereas, Bay where, uh, where, that's it, very debatable. Well, hold on. And it, we'll, we'll have an episode about Michael Bay later. Salvageable. We'll yeah, have an episode. that are good, but that doesn't make him a good. Transformers 2, a classic. Hey, two. We'll have an episode yeah, about Michael Bay you. later, and we'll bring in oh, okay, our cool. good friend Sorry. J. Colin Spring, who is the ultimate oh, Michael Bay defender. But that's for a later time. But, um... Yeah, but whereas Michael Bay understands the movies he's making are kind of trash and embraces that trash, and therefore they're usually pretty fun, Zack Snyder, his he's trying to always, like, 
inject this like higher meaning into his film you know these two superman movies have so much christ alliteration okay let i don't me, know if let alliteration me, is the I right word the superman I'm movies for. always have christ yeah, yeah but man of steel was so blatant with it let me, see, <laughs> it let me see if this is what you're getting super for. Super blatant with it. It felt like I was being talked down to. It was like it was trying to get so confusing and so stupid and, say, and to tell me, no, you're stupid for not understanding it, when really it's just this big mess that has no purpose. It's just a bunch of haphazard crap thrown together. It's like someone threw uh, macaroni onto the freaking glue and said, no, you just don't understand. It's like modern art. There we go. Boom. Well, guys, while you guys are explaining it to me, I will be honest. I know you're explaining a Batman Superman movie, but it came off a lot like Tinker Tailor Batman Superman. Yeah. I told you, don't compare it with a good movie. I know, but it's just that like the whole time I'm going like, this is way too convoluted for a superhero movie. It just came off as... I was confused listening to it. Again, I'm the one who has not seen the movie, but I was bum-baffled. They didn't know what they wanted to do with it. They tried so much, you know? They just tried one thing and done it adequately instead of a lot of things just miserably. Can someone answer me this? How many writers did this movie have listed? Uh, Um, (laughs) Here, I can Google that real quick. The person who wrote the script was David Goyer or something like that. David Goyer, who, um, David Goyer, he wrote a lot of Christopher Nolan stuff. He wrote Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. They pulled him from uh, Sandman to do this. Oh, that's sad. I know. They're going to do Sandman (laughs) with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Neil Gaiman co-writing. Oh, man, that could have been cool. Yeah, they pulled David Goyer. They replaced him with the writer from Final Destination 5. <laughs> and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, in a stroke of brilliance, said, Peace. That's yeah. not happening. I mean, you know, I'm having trouble finding exactly, like, the list of writers. But basically, you know, no matter who's listed, I mean, the movie was... Oh, here we go. Chris Terrio, David S. Goyer are the two listed ones. But okay. there were more than that. It sounds very, yeah, right by committee. Which, I mean, I'm sure a lot of Marvel movies are very right by committee. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, they, have, they have a plan. You know, they have Kevin Feige, who's the guy who's kind of like the man with the plan for the whole thing. So, you know, they obviously, you know, they have this giant product of multiple movies they're building, too. But they're just doing better at it. Just so why is, heads and shoulders above. Hey, guys, why is DC not doing well? Um, uh, you mean cinematically? Yeah, in the cinematic universe, because I have I have nothing but love for the DC comic universe. I think it's great fun. I'm a big fan of mostly the Batman universe. But um, when I was expecting her to jump and talk about Batman, he was saying all the things you want to hear about Batman. Oh well, yeah. I mean, they just finished up like the recent Batman thing, but you guys haven't read it, so. You probably wouldn't wouldn't have heard about it, but it's pretty weird. So, uh, hey, uh, comic hipster, um, how's the how's the comic universe going? Well, it's actually been run by uh, Scott Snyder, so I think they just kind of thought, "Hey, Snyder works out." (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great logic. I'm I'm so down with that. I assume that's what they were thinking, but it was it's really great right now. So, yeah. I think a big thing with DC's approach to it, of course, you know, I, 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 I know basically nothing about what the DC, you know, head haunches have been saying about what their general approach is or like why they think it's not going very well, if they even think it's going badly. 
It, it really, does, it really does just feel like you know they're only doing this because Marvel's doing it. They don't have really any identity of their own to like. Well, that form the movies they, after yeah, exactly. They don't have their own they, thing they, going. They don't have a pl- they don't have a plan from a storytelling standpoint. They just have a we need to do this. Well, and, and this so is, they're just I mean, grabbing whoever to throughout, do. It. Well, this happens throughout history is that someone makes something that works and everyone starts copying it. I oh, mean, you yeah. go back to the silent movie era, and as soon as Charlie Chaplin came on the stage, that's how Harold Lloyd got to start was mm-hmm. pretending to be Charlie Chaplin in movies. You go back to Star Wars, suddenly sci-fi movies are happening everywhere. It's look at yeah. the '80s when suddenly we suddenly got obsessed with big, muscle-bound, oily men. Yeah, until, <laughs> and suddenly di- until Die, Hard. Di- until Die Hard yeah. came along, and then we became obsessed with the everyman action hero. So, Holding slightly barrel-chested action heroes. Were yeah, bad. so Hollywood is always a case of follow the leader. So I guess the big question is, how can DC, you know, kind of get things back on track Ranch. from a quality standpoint? Because they're still well, going forward. Awesome. With them. Yeah. And Batman no, vs Superman is they're is committed their, now. Is there yeah, Batman vs Superman, as bad as it is, that's their cornerstone. They gotta keep going. So how can they salvage this? Well, I just love that we're living in a world right now in which the two big entertainment icons are two comic book universes and they're just duking it out. I feel like this it's is important to talk nuts. about. It's insane. It's so fun. I think that's important. That's because that that kind of speaks to what the people that grew up on comic books now they're older. And now there's a market for people who are already primed to want this content and want it big. And also uh, special effects have come to the point where you can actually do a lot of the crazy stuff in yeah. comic books. You can do anything and make pretty it much look now. Good. And make yeah. it look good. Not make it look like episode one, but <laughs> make it look good. Yeah. No, it's nuts. I mean, we're getting a Doctor Strange movie. And it looks pretty solid. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, if it you does t- look if pretty you amazing. Me, if you had told me, like, you know, five years ago that that was going to happen, five or ten years ago, I'd be like, number one, what's who's Doctor Strange? I have no idea well, who yeah. that was. And then, you know, we have a Guardians of <laughs> you the Galaxy go Strange, movie. right? Uh... <laughs> Which strange are we talking about? Um, I th- is it Hugo Strange? Or Steven no, Strange? No, it's Steven no, no, Strange. it's Steven Strange. Strange. I was I was going DC for a second. No, Which, you did a good me, job. I like Hugo Strange you. is Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. He's Batman. Little... I'm going to steal your dreams and thoughts, and I'm going to blah blah blah. blah Hugo Strange, funny glasses. I love your German accent. Thank you. It was ace. <laughs> I'm a master of it. <laughs> yeah. So next up for DC is the Wonder Woman movie. Fingers crossed. Which, although, okay. have you seen the cast lineup for the Amazon? What What's the title? Uh, something Amazons. It, the cast looks insanely good. Like, yeah, and, um, badass. I, I'm, no, 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 sorry. Next up isn't Wonder Woman. We'll get to Wonder Woman. Next up is Suicide Squad this year. Oh, yeah. Robin Wright is going to be in Wonder Woman, though. I'm so excited about that because she's a goddess. I do have a question with Suicide Squad before we get there. Did you oh. hear about them funnying it up? Like lightening it up a little bit. Um, I briefly heard that rumor, and I think we talked about it briefly a few episodes ago. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's now sounding like that that had nothing to do with the reception of Batman vs Superman. That was already gonna happen. Wait, Interesting. Uh, is it like dark humor, like or the only light? thing that was heard was that they were doing some reshoots to try to inject a little more comedy into it. Which is fair. I mean, you know, one of my problems with uh, The Dark Knight Returns, the third Batman movie that Nolan made, was that it just wasn't very... It was just so much just heavy-handed darkness, except for Anne Hathaway's character. 
You didn't have any of the Joker moments, yeah. Yeah, you know, the Joker was, you know, demented, but, you know, he he lightened things up sometimes. He injected some energy into things, and and Dark Knight Returns just had so much. It was a rises. The Dark Knight Returns is the Frank Miller. I'm tired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's okay. uh, Yeah, the Dark Knight Rises just had so much just, like ponderous monologuing blah 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 and there wasn't much uh levity which is what i i don't know maybe it's just me but that's kind of what it feels like dc's been trying to do they've they've been taking all of these characters and been like let's make them dark and dirty and yeah that's what's hot that's what's hip look at nolan is that nolan was the one who kind of kick-started superhero movies again i mean spider-man was before that but i mean like the dark knight the first spider-man was amazing the dark knight was a a phenomenon like when the dark knight came out people were like holy shit superhero movies can be mature and deep and powerful and oscar-worthy-ish and it's like it was a great film Um, they have to be well-rounded and they get so up their own buttholes on it they're just like oh we're so deep and so dark and they just kind of lose it and i feel like that's kind of what then Batman v Superman did is that they just kind of dug their own grave because suddenly they had actually something really interesting going with Batman and I don't know somebody you like I don't know talk about this but like how you had this angry a lot more messed up sort of Batman which I want to see a Batman movie where we actually talk about how the fact that Batman is a seriously mentally ill human being. <laughs> well, hey, guess, like a bat, well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? You're getting one. There's going to be a standalone Batman movie directed and starring Ben Affleck. But really? Been- yeah. Oh, that Way is cooler. very interesting. And that's actually super exciting because Ben Affleck has a really, really good director. He's like, a fantastic director. Extremely yeah. good. And, you know, and the so two he's movies... he's directing and starring? Yeah, the two movies that he starred in and directed are both, you know, one of them won Best Picture. <laughs> I mean, right. so he's he's a very talented filmmaker. He's definitely better than Zack Snyder. So I'm excited to see what yes. he does. What were you saying, Kindle? Oh, I'm saying that, like, it would have been cool to have the breakdown of Batman before yeah. Batman vs. Superman. Yes! That because then you would have been like, holy f- Batman has gone crazy. And it yeah. would yeah. all make like, sense. Yeah. Made yes. so much more sense. To a degree, that's what Marvel did leading up to the Avengers. They had a movie for everyone leading up to it, so they knew who everybody was. And then that way, the Avengers movie could focus on the actual story of it and not have to focus on actually introducing everyone and having, oh, the, origin, oh. and having the origin story play out again. Which, but then again, the thing that Ugh. Marvel remembered going into the Avengers is the the plot of the Avengers is super light. There's a magical rock, aliens, fight in New York, the end. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's yeah. super it's light fair. And That's- leaves, yeah. Because you can build off of that. If you're building off of a crazy complicated foundation of like all these insane plot twists and blah, 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 then you just get a a cluster of just a mess. But, you know, build off of a solid basic foundation of, you know, really it's of a comic book story. Like you get, I don't know. Okay, so we're saying that they're trying to emulate Marvel and do this we're going to have a bunch of series with our Avengers Justice League. But then you go and say, okay, but they're taking it dark. The Avengers have always been super light and like yeah. not at all dark and gritty. 
Well, that's so the thing how is that they... well, yeah, D- well, DC is trying to find a, a very separate, unique identity. Yeah, they're trying to, to, find to their Marvel, own thing. and Mar- Marvel's kind of got the uh, the light and campy department kind of on lockdown. So they're going, you know, and that's pretty fair. I understand that they're going, you know, oh, we need to try something different, but it's You've done it well, shittily. They're, they're, yeah. they're, Chris, yeah. they're Christopher <laughs> Nolan-ing the Avengers. That's what they're doing. Well, yeah, they're going tone first, story second. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to letting the story that they want to tell address the yeah. uh, address the tone. It's the other way around. They're going, the other which, way around. and that's what's so hard about this multi-billion-dollar filmmaking. Then it's what makes then what makes the whole Marvel project, the fact that it's been so successful so consistently, just it's one of the greatest achievements in studio history. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Because this is, it's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to make giant mega blockbusters that good, that consistently, because so much can go wrong so easily. And yeah. DC and Sony have proven how easy it is to go wrong with this. Right. Guys, do you remember a time when Batman was a more simple fare? Back when you'd actually hear lines like this? That sounds so awful. <laughs> That didn't work as nearly as well as I wanted. No, it did not. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's my go. favorite yes. scene. Okay. Wait for it. All right, kill that. Kill that. It sounds. It terrible. didn't work. I'll fill I'll in fill for it. it. Fill in for it. Bring fill me the shark repellent bat spray. Uh, <laughs> you can edit. You can. I was hoping you would it. just say bat repellent, uh, shark repellent bat spray, but instead okay. it was like you, double, 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 double. You, you got in the robins, robins. Holy sardines! Oh, yes, we, that's the important that's, part. That's the important part. Have we? Have we all here seen the '60s Batman movie? No, no I've not. No. Oh, oh, it's so. God, you guys need to watch it. It's genuinely. The brothers first will strike again. It's genuinely great. I'm not kidding and, at all. Hey guys, it's really just so good. you know. Laura and I have been watching Batman the Animated Series, which <gasps> is fantastic. It's amazing. Um, so God, yeah, if anyone amazing. wants to go back and watch those, they really are amazing. But there is a scene when he is fighting um, the Clock King, and he grabs a bomb from the mayor's like podium, and he looks at it for a second, and then has to find a way to dispose of it. And I was just <gasps> about, I was so excited. Do they say it? No! Oh! I was like, missed opportunity, Batman the Animated Series. Paul Dini, what are you doing? It would have been great if he had, like, started to go. Some days you just... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know. In th- this case, because he had control of time, he threw an actual explosion into the water because he was moving faster than the explosion. Donna, it's not science. Hey, it was a fun episode. Oh, so are you guys exciting? Excited for the killing joke then? Oh yes. gosh. Yes. yes. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am so excited to hear. I'm excited, Mark especially Hamill, for but... Margot. I have a special place in my heart for Harley for Harley Quinn. And I'm very I don't believe I'm... Harley Quinn's in it. Yeah, she is. No, no. Oh wait, no, wait. Joking. Lies. No, she's not. I'm thinking of Batgirl. Batgirl's in it played by Terry. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was thinking, sorry, my mind went to Suicide Squad. No, killing, oh, yeah. yeah, killing joke. Killing joke sounds like it's gonna be just a blast. I mean, amazing. And, and it was, and it was revealed that it was rated R, which doesn't mean it's a good yes. movie, but it means that it means that the people making it don't aren't worried about. They're not gonna, yeah, they're not worried yeah. about the content of it, about what rating it'll get, because it's not, no. gonna, it's not gonna be in theaters the anyway. Time, who cares? The content of of the comic book is pretty mature as is. Like, exactly. I don't think you could have. 
that whole scene where, you know, the Joker with the photographs of, you know... Yeah. There's been some like, dark oh. times in the Joker's history, but the Killing Joke is a special moment of... It really of, is. ...of a, discomfort. Yeah. That's what Alan Moore made his entire career out of, was he writing comics that would take, you know, these, you know, classic characters or these classic ideals and just dement and pervert them into just horrific territory. And that is the funny thing, though, with what I'm seeing with DC, is DC, their version of dark, seems to be less dark and more just brooding. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's they're a, stuck in their emo a, phase. It's a 14-year-old's perspective. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I've noticed it seems to be Zack Snyder's... Uh, Zack just, Snyder is a 14-year-old at heart. He's sitting in the bathroom smudging his black eyeliner and listening to My Chemical Romance. I feel like, it's like entire, That's really what's happening right now. Uh, Zack Snyder, your entire to... oeuvre is just uh, <laughs> making uh, brooding angry films with large muscly men punching each other. He wants to crawl some... into the bathtub with Lois Lane. So there's a lot of hope for DC's future movies, largely because they're not being directed by Zack Snyder. But, but the thing is, but he, he is still attached to the two Justice League films. Um, what? So the uh, yeah yeah Zack Snyder is slated to direct both of the Justice League They've movies. Okay, guys, I have an idea. Let's Joss weed in him. Let's just Twitter bomb him until he just until quits he filmmaking. And depressed <laughs> and just quits. Let's, just let's, be, let, let's be total dicks. Uh, just to be clear, uh, disclaimer, do not actually do that. What no, we just, no, what, no, what, 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 we, what we just said is actually a crime. If people actually followed us and we had a fan base, that would be actually a punishable and under the law. Do and if any so of you are that. responsible do that, for sarcasm. bullying Joss Whedon, you yeah, yeah man seriously yeah like from don't the bully depths people. of my heart yeah fuck you that was so sad we are bullying you into not bullying like how could you how could you do that to joss joss is an it's adorable joss. man he's a wonderful <laughs> human he one time just... dressed up as a bird on a funny internet video i it love that you do that but yeah, don't I mean, do that to Zach either. Even if he's not a great filmmaker, no, he's he's a person. He's still no, I'm sure no, he's a no nice human, drinking buddy. No human deserves internet abuse. No one exactly. deserves the hate campaigns that I've seen the internet spawn before. And also, guys, Zack Snyder's making millions of dollars making movies, and he seems to be having a great time. So yeah, none of us what can are you really doing? judge. What are like, we yeah, doing? Why are, are we being doing? so mean to him? Not enjoying We're his films because they're shit. Well, uh, that is a good uh, point. But he is still Burn. a hell of a lot richer than all of us combined. That's true. Oh, how, what, how is that? How is that an excuse? How is that an excuse? That is a because crappy excuse. he's at least big. He's at least a successful person. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just got saying. Lucky. You could use right you could use that argument to be like, guys, Donald Trump is doing just fine. <laughs> he sucked enough. <laughs> he got where he belongs. They were the most luxurious <laughs> you'd ever seen. <laughs> 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 they were gold-plated, silk-lined books. Silk-lined? Gold silk I could direct movies that would just just blow Zack Snyder out of the water. He's an idiot. Wow. I support this. I want to see... I don't want Trump president. I want Trump the director of the, the next... The director. Uh, yes, I would, I'd watch that. Well, now I we, feel like we, it would we've... at least be funnier. We've thoroughly covered DC. I feel like we're all um, not exactly uh, optimistic about their future, but hopefully no. they'll pull it together. I don't know. Meanwhile, Wonder Woman. Another cinematic There's future. Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman could exactly. be solid. And they're actually killing it on the TV front. 
Oh yeah, that Absolutely. is true. They're doing a good job. That is true. Yeah, the Flash is really so good. good. What? I thought it was great. It's fun. She said oh, it was so good. Oh, she I heard no. no good. I heard no good. No, no, no. So good. So good. Context, dude. The Context. Flash is good. Arrow is hit and miss, but it's popular. No, no, no. It's it's doing well though, ratings no, wise. Gone. Kendall, silence yourself. He is a sexy man with an arrow. <laughs> 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 he might be sexy, but that show has dropped recently. Oh, no. I've heard that. Like, I've heard its most recent seasons are pretty rough. The fourth season. Oh, it's so well, bad. that's too bad. But um and but of course for every bright side there's a downside. It sounds like the Flash movie will not be having anywhere near the same tone as the TV show does because according to Zack Snyder the uh, the tone the light tone of the Flash would not fit into the DC movie universe. Oh no. Oh, Zack, come on. So we're, so we're, we're going to see a very How different Flash. How are you going to see a brooding Flash? That doesn't no even make idea. sense. Hey, uh, they gotta, did it. I run fast to run away from my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't escape them. I can't run faster than my heavy laden soul. I'd watch that. All right, I changed my yeah. mind. I want to see that. And then, um, and then on the other side of the boat, the other we have two other major players in the uh, superhero movie making business. We have wait. Sony, which has essentially thrown in the towel and sided with Marvel. Well, so wait, can I I wanted you guys to explain this. Did Sony capitulate Spider Man? Yeah, they they struck a deal with Disney, whereas Sony would retain some of the, you know a lot of the rights to like. No, no, Disney has merchandising. Uh, Sony no, no. Sony okay. would still make uh, most of the money from the movies, but Marvel has creative control. Oh, so they okay. essentially, they essentially said we're doing bad at making Spider-Man movies. Can you make the movies and you can get some of the cut and you still have the merchandising, which is the big money here anyway. Well yeah. played, Sony. Well yeah, I mean, played. Well, well, more well played Marvel for just sitting yeah. back and watching Sony flounder. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I bet they enjoy it, though. I mean, they probably had yeah, a team planning when to add Spider-Man and just going like, all right, let's wait till the next movie comes. Yeah, especially oh, since look, they're this- trying Fantastic Four again. Yeah, Disney Disney was in, Disney was in no hurry because you know they retained the merchandising rights, which is where the real money is nowadays anyway. So they were just sitting there laughing at Sony. They've, Sony done, the, they've done the George Lucas and exactly. So now, yeah, so now Spider Man will be in the Captain America Civil War movie. They this can make week. all those Spider Man toys, but no Black Widow toys. Of course not. <laughs> Wait. No black widow. <laughs> is that, is that, is that a really? shout? Is that a shout out to the Ray action figure controversy? Oh, I was just laughing at. Have you guys ever heard of like how just wacky Marvel's CEO is? Kevin no. Fe- no, not Kevin Feige. The other guy, the guy who runs Marvel as a company. He doesn't actually have a lot of say in the movies now, um, but he is bonkers. It's great. I've never heard of him. I don't even know his name. No. Well, here's the thing. One, he has only been photographed once. Um, In his entire life. Well, that's the thing is that paparazzi <laughs> never sees the guy. His video, his photo that he has on the website is from like 20 years ago. Is um, it and he, Isaac Perlmutter? I don't know. I'll look at his that's name. That's a lovely he's, name. He has been the he's, C- he's an Israeli-American business person. And he's been the yep, CEO of him. Marvel since January 1st, 2005. Wow. And he's the one okay. who... Uh, He's the one who really didn't... Uh, that's him, Isaac Perlmutter. 
Put that he, up. He looks bonkers. He um the most recent news from him as of last January was he donated a million dollars to Donald Trump's campaign. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Guys, he was the one who really didn't want female characters in their product line because he was just just he just knew that Scared girls them. didn't buy toys. Well, obviously because oh, you know right. girls don't ever want to you know be superheroes either we just want to play with ponies and princesses yeah we're uh, yes. Busy yes. go back to your ponies and, and dresses. obviously obviously i only live in dresses yep only mm-hmm. only pink fluffy dresses so kindle how badly do you want to be dick grayson uh <laughs> Do you mean bone him or like be him? Because uh, I prefer yeah, not to like... know how much you want to bone him. <laughs> I would like to bone him and then <laughs> become him afterwards. <laughs> that would be an amazing superpower. Possess him via boning. Isn't that kind of like rogue superpower? That she touches them and then nah, she, she would just she would just kill you if she had sex with you. Yeah. Oh, you just be you be you be super dead. I don't know if I yep. want to read hey. this fanfic. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's out. I'll mark ready? this podcast episode as explicit. <laughs> oh my goodness, do we get an explicit tag? I guess so. so. Penis? Unless I just cut this entire section. No. 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 <laughs> don't circumcise no, our section. That. I won't do that. <laughs> super sad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, like I feel like I want to talk about uh, I t- I was looking at Black Canary's like DC like the comic version of her and she's just in fishnets and like a tight fitting unitard. That's like, comic books, man. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't dude. even think about it because I mean, you seen so Psylocke? You can't be a superhero in the superhero universe without having lingerie. massive breasts and, and a, like an impossible waist to where you basically don't have intestines. <gasps> Unless no, you're unless you're Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel, aka the best comics right now. I am really excited to read that. Miss Marvel is hella good. Everyone should read it. And then again, it's like the only comic series I've actually like read. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's super good. <laughs> you know, anything yeah. anything where the main like character is a you know, sixteen year old Pakistani American girl so from, Jer- from Jersey cool. City. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Or like so a major cool. emphasis of the story development is her using like her relation with her very religious family and with her iman to find her place as a superhero. That's so it's sick. Amazing. So thank you, comic books, for being badasses. And also, they gave something good to Jersey City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jersey City is something nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a whole lot else going out, going out for it. No, its portrayal of Jersey City is very charming. Yeah, really? Jersey City. It is. Well, you know, it's it's just it's just very happy about you know the diversity of the city. Oh, it's that's you know it's good. shown it's shown as a nice you know multicultural hub of it's it sort of reminds me of uh, I mean that's true. It sort it sort of reminds me of Crazy Ex Girlfriend's portrayal of West Covina, uh, Covina, California. It's like you know every culture in the world is here and they all eat at the same Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> very good. As opposed to Law and Order's portrayal of New York City, there's a lot of white people in Law and Order. <laughs> That's, well, that's, that's because they're all up that's in Tribeca. every TV show's portrayal of New York City. It's like, man, it's hilarious. there's way, way more white people here than um, in real life. Like, when I went to go visit New York City, I was still looking around being like, why does TV have this place so white? There aren't yeah, any white people Yeah, unless you're in Times Square and watching a bunch of Kansans walk around take pictures of buildings, you're yeah. not in yeah, the right The city. only white people no. in New York City are people who aren't from New York City. <laughs> it's true. That's generally the tendency. Yeah. Oh, Tribeca moms. Oh, or if you're in Park Slope in Brooklyn, in which case 
It is so whitewashed. It is like blinding. <laughs> we keep them in very snobby corners of the town. Yeah, we keep them away from everyone else. <laughs> the white people? Yeah. Yes. Because they're incredibly obnoxious. <laughs> this is true. This is true. You, I, I would know. I'm, I'm one of them. Are very obnoxious. Oh, yes, I, I would know. I am of. I them. am of them. <laughs> I am of the whites. <laughs> I am. I am of the white. Anyway, um, to Kamala Khan is great. So she's she is really, great. Really awesome. But um, yeah. oh yeah, and then the other big player in the superhero movie gang right now is Fox. And they oh, have Fox um, did yeah. Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, didn't they? They, yeah, Fox did Fantastic yeah. Four. But, did anyone um, see that? No. no. Ha. I avoided I it like the plague. I even watched Silver Surfer, and I couldn't bring myself to watch the new one. You are brave. Remember like, when Chris just... Evans was in the Fantastic Four movie? Seriously. <gasps> yeah, okay, let me just say this. I actually him. liked him as the Human Torch. No, he was solid. I thought he was fun. I like you know? Chris Evans. I can't help I it. Just, Maybe because yeah. he's I real pretty. I kind of do, too. <laughs> Not, I mean, not. I mean, eh, he's okay. He's pretty pretty. He's, he's, what do you mean he's he okay? He is hot. No, 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 no. Let me just say this. I've seen him in real life. He's prettier on screen. I'm so just going to say that. No, Moral I know. does have a taste for short white dudes, though. So. I do. That's a good point. <laughs> I do. Short, I like short, him. white, fuzzy-haired, kind of weird scruffy Russian, little, Russian, scruffy Ru- little Russian-y, Germany, Englishy people. <laughs> guys, we talking about me? No, but uh, Fox has got Fox has got Aryan beautiful people. Yeah, Fox has got uh, X Men. <laughs> so beautiful. Fox got X Men, which is going pretty well. They have X Men Apocalypse coming out sometime this year, and that looks pretty good. Fingers which crossed. Does look interesting with Oscar Isaac. Is Brian Singer back on that? Yeah, Brian Singer is basically ho- attached oh, to it God. forever. I think. <laughs> I think he's just made. He's like, all right, I'll make X Men. That'll be my thing now. Yeah, after after so- or, after uh, Origins, they were like. Brian, can we have you back? And he's like, okay, fine. I'll just do it, all of them. Are you happy? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, thanks. we don't want to. Yeah, don't. Not, not, we don't want to try it again by ourselves. It's scary. But it, I, I do kind of like that they're going with the younger versions because we kind of tired out the old cast. Like, come on, we need to move Wolverine no, out. I need a him. little bit. But, like, oh, I, I, I like this. No, of course he is, because he's coming back as, uh, I just saw something, like, two days ago where they're bringing him back as, like, an aged Wolverine oh, no. in something. No, okay. They, they tease him in the, the latest trailer. And... You you briefly see his claws. So oh, like, my oh, God. Well, that man just struck gold with playing a yeah. dude who <laughs> has right? claws. Well, because he did, I don't know, I, I feel like he fit Wolverine he's still really too well. tall. He's still I too tall. I love him. He's always been too tall. But he's so. I just <laughs> keep. I just keep telling people how attractive I think people are. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look Kevin? at him. How attractive Sorry. do you think your wife is? Do we? Do oh. we need to talk about this? Sorry, like, what? do I need to be worried? Are you more into Hugh Jackman? Can you? He is Hugh oh. Jackman. I will get so jacked if that's like what you are into. Do you cause yeah. another yeah. hand? I could. <laughs> oh, you're so jacked, man. Whoa. Jake, shut up. It was a great joke for 11.29 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it was Guys, excellent. it's late. We don't know. It's 12.29 over here. We're all over there. Okay, well, so who made Deadpool? Who made Deadpool? Oh, yeah, who did make Deadpool? Um, like was it Fox? Mentioned. It was Fox. They did make they yeah. did make Deadpool and Fox it was made Deadpool yeah and it was excellent yeah Deadpool they did yeah because because Deadpool is a mutant and Fox owns all the movie rights to all of the oh. mutants. Well done, Fox. 
still always want to punch Ryan Reynolds in the throat. No, he's really easy to punch in the throat. But I got to say, they did a good job with the movie. No, the movie was excellent. But I still want to punch him in the throat. Laurel's very anti-Ryan Reynolds. I like him, but I just hate him. I want (laughs) to like him so badly. I want to. Because there are times I'm like, hey, get it, Ryan. Like, you're really funny. And you did a good job in this. And other times I'm like, I just want to castrate you and shove your (laughs) down your throat. Because he just drives me up a wall. I have to say, hey, guys, we're entering the Deadpool section of our commentary. So we will be saying lots of down that throat we're gonna say lots of angry words for a second um boner that's not an angry word that's a happy word everyone let's say boner happily excellent no deadpool did a great job i'm excited to see what more they pull out of their um offensive i can't believe they made a whole movie off of deadpool I'm not sure how long they can, can keep that going. Probably like, not very long. A lot, but... of the, a lot of the reason it was successful was that they didn't focus a ton on Deadpool as a character. Because Deadpool Which was is super ca- clever. Yeah, because Deadpool as a character, his shtick can get old pretty quick. So you got to be careful yep. how much you use it. Yep. And so they did a really yep. good job of making, like, you know, they made almost half the movie about about Wade, about whatever his first name is. Maybe that is his first Wade. name. Wade. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. Um, Oh, they made most well, of the movie about Wade Wilson and not the persona of Deadpool. And by doing that, they kept Deadpool fresh. But, you know, I don't know how you keep that going. It could well, be I think really it's, rough. I would actually love to see a Deadpool movie written by the current writer of Deadpool because it's Brian Posehn. <laughs> and if I you know I Brian Posehn, Brian Posehn's stand-up is basically just <laughs> jokes. Um, <laughs> he's a stand-up comedian, and he's currently the head writer of Deadpool. Um, so I'd love to see him at the helm. It'd be yeah. fun. But yeah, Deadpool was a really nice shot, shot in the arm for comic book movies as a whole. Or it was nice. It was nice. It was nice to see something take the piss out of the whole bloated biz. <laughs> yeah, but oh, yeah. it was still uh, the feminist in me still hated it a little bit because what's oh, her name's character was just bullshit. Wait, wait yet again, person? just arm candy. The fact that yeah, that like why the why did you need a romance in the first place? Why did, why was she even there? There was no point to her. There is one reason. Other than she to was give there. him a reason to like I don't know do stuff. No, well, like it was just yeah, literally. That just dry, I hate it when people do that with with female care. I'm sorry, that just makes me mad. No, that's, that's part of the reason why that, I hated that. That yeah. is a very legitimate gripe because that's been a hackneyed storytelling trope forever. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. And you're making your superhero movie. Character, let's add some sex. That's yeah. why that's what they did. That was like that's one exactly of the whole pitches of the movie. It's like, it's a superhero movie, but now with sex hey, look, and violence. Firefly nerds, you've been wanting to see her boobs for how long? Now you get to. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, what? You're, huh? you're Wait, welcome. What? Huh? Get yeah. farther so than Nathan Fillion ever did. <laughs> Seriously, womp, though. Womp. But um, hey, hey we got Nathan Fillion's it did, butt. It did have a uh, <gasps> hey, Nathan butt. Fillion. We got Nathan Fillion's butt in, in Firefly. Guys, oh, if we go down a Firefly hole, we are so happy about that. If we go down a Firefly hole, we're never coming out. We're never coming That's out. That's true. Let's, let's get back. Let's get out of here quick. But yeah. um, <laughs> De- De- Deadpool did have Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who was hilarious. That was that was great. Too. I love I love the fact that I remember the writers were asked like why they chose this character that had only been mentioned like twice before and they're like the name 
<laughs> we love we love we love the name. The name was just great, and the movie even makes that clear. She says her name in Deadpool is like Negasonic Teen. That's the coolest name ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got we got that's anything else, fam? That's, that's that's what I got, dude. Yeah, there's just there's just so many superhero movies. I know it, we're we're almost just inundated by them. Like, like I'm excited for Guardians point, of the Galaxy two. I'm excited for which Nathan Fillion is going to be in. Yeah, I'm excited for. Uh, I'm excited to see if they can pull off Aquaman because they had to get Call Drogo because Call Drogo just is to make the only cool. one that could make. Aquaman I know, guys. Awesome the enough. thing is, Aquaman just can't be cool. I know that, but you know what? At least Aquaman can be cool though. He can but be. they just they gave him a hook for a hand. That's just the way. That's the coolest he got. Yeah, um, I was um, I was I've been rewatching Game of Thrones for the first time since I binge watched the entire first season. I was rewatching it with um, the, the Percival siblings, other sibling Maggie, and I after I mentioned that you know oh that person's going to be Aquaman, and she's like oh yeah that is him, isn't it? You know after seeing that picture of Aquaman and Batman versus Superman, they just put Khal Drogo in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. that's exactly what yeah. it is. Which they is the best nothing. way to make a character cool. Just take Call Drogo, stick they him ch- underwater, yeah. and say, and give, and give him a hook and fish. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I approve. <laughs> yeah. But at some point, you know, especially after watching a movie like Batman vs. Superman, where this whole, you know, idea of multiple movies, extended universe collusions directed by Zack Snyder yeah when <laughs> when when that whole when, you know when a cornerstone of one of those projects falls apart before your eyes you just kind of feel like at some point this all has to fall apart right like the superhero the superhero bubble at some point has to burst like the western bubble did well that's that's yeah. something I'm, I'm a little worried about is that we've seen it happen again and again and again is that something gets big and then immediately it it pops and it goes away like we saw that with the big video game bubble back in the good old et days when you see and i'm no. and we're starting to maybe see that with dc then just trying to shove out as many movies to maybe get a mark people might get tired of well, them you'll see it with marvel too if marvel's you know they have so it's many their... movies planned for so long and if they yeah. start especially as we get into phase three or whatever if those movies right. start to, if those movies start to become below average like a couple of those below average movies in a row people start to get yeah. bored of it and then after all this phase stuff is done what do you do after that you have to keep going there's too much money at stake at some point yeah. it's gonna it's gonna crash it just is because the we way the industry humans... works we humans have a horribly short attention span. Yeah. We do. We're yeah. awful. It's not even just an attention span thing. It's when you've been doing the same content over and over and over again for decades. It gets kind of tiresome because it's like you can only have so many, you know, ragey, growly Batmans. You can only have so many quippy Iron Mans. You know, it just like got to kind of move on after that. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's no. just have its time and then we'll move on you know yep. and right a- now is the time of superheroes and exactly we'll just we just gotta enjoy as nerds we just gotta enjoy our enjoy place our, we just enjoy our place as kings of pop culture while we can because it won't be and forever what do you guys think the next big fad's gonna be um, if i do that i would be a millionaire virtual reality that's no, what i'm yeah. thinking <laughs> be uh, virtual reality i don't know because are we talking about like, are we, t- oh, are we, ta- 3D, are we talking 3D, about 3D. are we talking about just like like a like a genre like in movies? I was and thinking stuff? genre at first. It's you know, as soon as the Oculus Rift or anything whatever is like it becomes like remotely affordable to the normal consumer. Yeah, there you go. 
Like, there's some really mm-hmm. cool. Like, I've seen some of the games that are out for the Oculus Rift right now. It looks pretty darn cool, and, and it looks like it looks playable. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. I mean, that's what the company that I work for is developing. Is that we're trying to figure out how to make performance for virtual reality. Like, oh, that's future. so cool. But, yeah, they, but they, need, the they need to look at uh, they need to look at the game Job Simulator and see what that game does. I want to check that out. Yeah, it it's still really it's still about twenty years in the future, though. Oh, absolutely! But it's but really I mean, exciting no, to see what's going on right now. We all know what's going to drive uh, virtual reality, and that is what it has always been: porn. Yeah, yeah. This is true. That's true. That's fair. That porn is, is so the great. True. It's been porn is the, the great uh, always pushing things forward. You want to see porn anywhere, genre anytime? that no one will ever get tired of. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's kind of our reason for being, sort of. Not the poor. Yeah, it, the it, 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 it just, yeah, it cues it to something very key in humans. Huh. So, weird. Really hmm. just like all life on the planet. Are we yeah. saying, guys, that we should yep. form a, a porn company and yes. begin making superhero virtual reality porn? Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. I mean do you want to idea. make $20 billion? I mean, yeah, I'd love yes. to make $20 billion. All right, guys. Um, we'll right, go let's find go, some let's go do that. I'll go cool. create. Let's go work on the trademark for that and the, right. uh, throw the LLC together. Uh, thank you for and joining us I'm for the final go... episode of Nerd Roundtable. We're off to make. <laughs> We're off to make <laughs> superhero like copyright. porn. We, we copyright I'm that idea. I'm going to go buy a bulk load of butt plugs. Uh, yeah. I'll go find an ass ton of desperate superheroes. Ah, uh, yeah. If you like this episode, check us out on our website, Nerd roundtable.blogspot.com where we have other stuff that's occasionally posted besides these podcasts uh, follow us on twitter i'm making a twitter handle right after we finish this episode because that's a thing that people do right they have twitters they tweet things I've never, I've never tweeted before this will why be is it called a before. handle yeah it doesn't look like a handle at all i don't know man i told you i don't Bad tweet joke. i know nothing about oh, that's cool matthew good last <laughs> words peace out dweebs hey, peace be with you Martha? Always. We never made a Martha joke. Oh, we didn't make a Martha joke. Martha! Oh, sorry. Martha! 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 Martha!